Hello, everybody. This is Indina Maka for the 40th Year Podcast. If you're listening to this and you're a child under the age of 18, make sure you have your mom or dad or guardian with you as we proceed to discuss some topics that might be out of your realm of reach or might be explicit. In addition, because we live in a time where false media lives large, the conversations that I normally have is based on little research, rumor, hearsay, and allegation. So a lot of times you'll hear me say, this is alleged or allegedly, just so that we're all on our P's and Q's because I don't want anybody suing me for defamation because I don't have any money. So with that being said, let's get this podcast rolling. Hey everybody, this is Indy Damaka and this is episode nine of the 40th year podcast. Um, I welcome you, thank you. We are um, seeing another week with no incidences, at least on my end with the coronavirus. Um, I'm appreciative of that and hopefully you are too to be able to still um, be healthy enough to not deal with the ramifications um, associated to this pandemic. I kind of want to sit down with you guys and kind of give you an understanding lot uh, logistically of how the 40th year podcast is operating during COVID-19 pandemic. Um, I realized that there was a busybody in St. Louis who was, I guess, disturbed that I was still recording my podcast um, under these conditions, but um, and she was going to take me to the police apparently. So I figured, let me ease, let me ease that little brain of yours and tell you what I'm doing. And so um, during this time, this particular podcast, the 40th year podcast is really a no budget production, y'all. I mean, I am working with literally nothing and this is really just one mic and it's my mic and I do it in um, my family's house. And so unfortunately, um, there is no studio because a bitch don't got studio money. She has a cell phone that has a voice recorder and headphones that have a mic. And I know you might be like, wow, that's what you're using. That is what I'm using. If you understood what Anchor um, stands for, they give you the conversation of flexibility, flexibility and convenience while creating your podcast. And so when I read that, I, I thought that was impossible, but I took them up on it. And so that's what I'm doing. So trust me, I am not going outside and going to a studio and sitting with a multitude of people trying to record this podcast. I'm really like Tyler Perry, where I am like the executive producer. I'm the researcher. I'm the talent. I'm the marketer. I am the sound engineer, et cetera. It's just all me. And so there is nobody standing behind me helping with the podcast. It's really just me. And I am really out here trying to stay alive and chill in this pandemic. And this podcast is helping me. So I really appreciate you guys who are really concerned about me and how I was going to get through this uh, process with this epidemic. But trust me, it started in my family's house and will end in my house. So no concerns. There will probably never be a studio um, in my near future unless I decide to take it up a notch next year and continue to do podcasts. But 
again, I thank you guys for listening. Um, we are going to ride this podcast out until something falls apart. And so hopefully it isn't me and I damn sure hope it ain't going to be anchor. So, and hopefully not any of you all. So let's get to the topics at hand. All right, y'all, as I promised, here is my weekly COVID-19 pandemic um, update. Um, I first want to give thanks to all the essential workers out there. I mean, it's so many of y'all, I didn't feel like going through the list, but you know, healthcare, delivery, um, police, first responders. Um, we definitely see what y'all are dealing with out there. We understand it. We hope that you guys get the materials and products that you need to stay safe out there. I mean, if you do go into a quarantine, maybe those 14 days are for you to just rest and try to figure out what your next steps are in life. Um, everything happens for a reason. And this definitely shed light on a lot of stuff that we must have not been paying attention to when it comes to the environment and health issues and just being a community in general but we definitely do see what you guys are doing for us we appreciate you and we will try to do the best that we can to help you guys get through it as well as getting ourselves through it so we are appreciative i only say that because i took a nurse hard that i saw on an entertainment um, blog recently she lost her job because she had complained that she was placed on a floor that had been tested positive for the coronavirus and I actually didn't have any sympathy for her for some reason because if you really cared about your family if you really cared about your job you would have you wouldn't have take, taken it to or taken it to social media that video went viral and now she doesn't have anything because who's going to hire her it was just, it was disappointing. I understood her viewpoint and I, we appreciated her up until the point that she went viral, but you knew what you were going in, what you were walking into as a healthcare worker. You took an oath before your community. It's unfortunate, but you know, that's the life we lived. I felt bad for this one doctor who was of Asian descent in Washington, who simply had said out loud, we don't have the protective gear that we need. And his chief of staff fired him. Now, I know he probably was able to find a job quickly, but it was just disappointing that the chief of staff was upset because he said it publicly in front of people. They didn't have what they needed. And so with this uh, stimulus package, I'm hoping that it will um, grant you guys the necessary equipment to move forward. I know that the government is playing a blame game internally, but unfortunately we don't have time for that. We just need to issue the money so that we can um, get on our P's and Q's globally. Because it does seem like the United States now has a higher rate of the coronavirus um, spreading. And I remember seeing a news um, segment that said, that the United States may become the new epicenter for the COVID pandemic. So I don't say that to alarm anybody, but we need to like come to terms with it and try to find um, practical ways to work through this um, season. 
Um, in addition, the stimulus package has been approved. Um, if you guys didn't know that, um, Donald Trump had signed it over the weekend and the stimulus plan is now called the CARES Act. So we should be seeing the money in the next three weeks. My only complaint really was, is there a number to verify if an individual actually gets the money? We found out that the threshold is $75,000 for a single person. I think it's um, $125 if you're a couple. And then they have one that's for the head of household as well. Um, you can all, if you're wanting to get the details of the stimulus, um, package, you can actually look online. There's a number of outlets, like the place that I looked, I would read it to you, but, um, it's really lengthy. I mean, I think they broke it down to the point that I could understand it, but it's a lot of lingo that I don't feel like it's consumer ready. So, um, they really didn't say a date. They just said three weeks. And that's only if you're doing if you're doing a direct deposit. Apparently, they are going to do it based on your 2019 tax return. If you have already done it, if you not, if you haven't done it, it will be based on your 2018 tax return. And so for some of you all who are saying, well, NDD, that account I used is dead now. Guys, I don't know. I don't know if that's a conversation that you need to talk to the house of rep, your house rep or your senator about it, but you just want to keep in mind and maybe they'll have some information in the next couple weeks about like who do we call about the stimulus check. Everybody is supposed to get something with the exception of the citizens who are financially stable. Um, it looks like corporate America will be getting money. I know the airline community, you all will be getting money along with the healthcare community. They are supposedly helping the states with the extension of unemployment. And then for small business, if you are a sole proprietor, you can apply for the SBA disaster loan. They said they're supposedly that it can be forgivable, but I don't understand it. And I'm still walking through that process too. Um, cause someone told me that it might be better for me to try to apply for the S SBA disaster loan versus going to the state that I live at and trying to do the unemployment since I am self-employed and or sole proprietor, however you want to dictate it. But supposedly there are funds available for that as well. In addition, I wanted to bring to you guys attention that there are people actually scamming. They're sending checks out as if it's a part of the stimulus package. And I don't understand it quite yet, but I'm just kind of wanting y'all to keep y'all eyes and ears out for any strange behavior with people trying to take advantage of people in the current state that we're in right now. So apparently there was someone in a, um, the U.S. who received a check that was supposedly from, it wasn't from the federal government. It had like a company's name on it, but I think the person actually tried to cash it. But I think the banks are be, have become more cautious to where they're calling to make sure if the check is live or not. So it's just an FYI, um, people are out here playing apparently. So you just wanna make sure that you are doing your due diligence to make sure you're a part of the group of citizens who are going to be getting checks in the U.S. 
as well if your corporate America, like how that's working? Because I said I figured corporate America got all the former presidents and the current president's number. So that's how they're getting their money um, for the citizens who are not as financially astute. I don't know who we're supposed to call because I didn't see any information anywhere quite yet about how do we receive the check? Like I know for me, I don't do direct deposit. And for us, those checks will take, they said up to four months. And my whole thing is like within four months, this might be over. Cause I feel like this uh, pandemic hit us really quickly. And then I think it's gonna go away really quickly. Like to see the three NBA players, um, one of like, one of y'all, the two Utah players and the one from Detroit, they have been cleared. They're well again. So um, that was good news to hear. So to see it disappear from them pretty quickly, um, that's how I view it for us here. I just don't, um, we just don't know when. So we just got to kind of keep our head up with this particular situation. But you know, we the stimulus package has been approved it's now called the cares act and you can actually go to google to get like an understanding from um, the government standpoint because it's really just the act in complete capacity um, there's probably some articles that you can read that will give you that can break it down into your lingo so with that being said let's talk about a company that has been affected by this pandemic in a manner that i am kind of thinking that this might bring it to an end and it's jeff benzo's amazon if you have not heard his company has been having issues with the pandemic internally for a moment um currently the new york area the one in staten island they are getting ready to go on strike but they made it seem like it's a global strike because they said that for that particular location in new york it had a number of people test positive for the coronavirus and they're claiming that they are in unsafe um in an unsafe facility now the executives for amazon are claiming that they do deep clean the property but for some reason um the employees don't see it that way they're asking to be paid during the time that they take off for the self-quarantine for 14 days in addition, they are wanting them to do a better job in providing them with protective gear so that they don't have to worry about getting sick. And in addition to that, they want to make sure that they have enough team members um, during each shift so that, um, and that the equipment is ready so that they don't have to touch on the product as much as they had in the past. And so um, it's interesting because if you go to Amazon's blog, they give you an account of everything that they have done for the community um, in regards to the COVID-19 globally. So it's just weird to me how they're consistently getting into this situation where their employees are never satisfied. And this is even before the pandemic. Um, from my personal experience, their human resource department is very troubling to me. Um, I applied to work in a warehouse in Texas 
and I had got approved for the interview. But as I was trying to click through to pick the time, it wouldn't let me. So I sent an email to the human resource department to say I'm not able to click it. It's, is there something wrong? And then she said, well, on her end, it didn't show that I had got approved for the interview. So I forwarded to her. She still says, I'm sorry, ma'am, but there is no evidence that you've been approved. I just forwarded you an email. What are you talking about? And I've, what's interesting enough is that I've seen it happen to a family member recently. So I'm just not really shocked about what they're saying about Amazon. They, it's like smoke and mirrors, in my opinion. And so, you know, Whole Foods Market is a part of the Amazon family. And so they're trying to walk out. That's a global or I don't think um, Whole Foods is global. It's just national, just the United States. And so they're doing a national walkout, supposedly. It's I think it's um, when I I think it is Tuesday is when they were supposed to be doing this walkout because they're saying the same thing as those who are in the Amazon warehouses that they're not being given the protective gear. They're not being given paid time. They're not being, they're really not getting a lot of information about like what are the steps to make sure that we are not gonna get COVID-19 and that we're not spreading it. So it's interesting to see where Amazon will be in the next 30 days, honestly, because you there are some flaws in Amazon. And I've always said that and always took offense to the retail community for allowing Jeff Benzos and his team to make them feel like they're inadequate when it comes to the digital distribution of products. Because if you can't get your human resource department right, how are you going to sell product? So it's intriguing to me, to say the least. So am I telling you not to buy your stuff from Amazon? You have to be cautious. You know, you want to make, I mean, um, you know, really from the standpoint of the delivery teams like USPS and um, FedEx and um, UPS, they don't touch the packages. This is all individuals that work independently with Amazon as different delivery teams. And so each delivery team has a different um, presentation on how they should handle the packages. So I think it's just really up to you as a consumer on how you want to handle making your purchases through Amazon. Because I hear a lot of you guys say good things about the products, but I don't buy anything from Amazon because of my experience with their human resource department. So to each his own, though. But I don't trust nothing that Benzo says and I don't trust nothing that comes from Amazon. So we just it's just a only time will tell with this particular company. Let's talk about something else. All right, in entertainment news, I guess the movie Girls Trip uh, is not planning to have a sequel after all, or at least that's according to Tiffany Haddish. Um, if you're not familiar with the uh, movie Girls Trip, it is a African-American comedy centered around four women 
who went to a historically black college and they became really, really close friends. And so every year in July, they planned a trip to New Orleans for the Essence Festival. Um, it grossed about a hundred million in the box office. Um, it did very well, um, for VOD, which is video on demand. And then HBO had bought the rights to distribute the movie on their channel, um, after its release. Um, I think they did that fall 2017. And so the women who were involved in the movie was Tiffany Haddish, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, Regina Hall, and Queen Latifah. Um, it seems like right now the sequel, the sequel, I'm sorry, um, has been either tabled or been dismissed. Um, it appeared that the studio had told the executives of the film that they felt that the talent cost too much money. And, um, I guess after finding that out, Haddish, Hall, Pinkett Smith and Queen Latifah sat down and decided that maybe they could write the script or consider doing a different movie in case Girls Trip 2 doesn't take place. Um, you're thinking, how are they going to do another movie, though? I assumed um, the executive um, producer was Will Packer. Um, I don't know. I guess they might not do it with him or maybe they will do it with him. But it would, in my mind, it sound like they would have to relinquish Will Packer and then the writers, um, a girl named Tracy Oliver and then Kenya Barris. If you know who Kenya Barris is, he handles the uh, shows ABC Blackish and then Grownish on Freeform. And so, um, unfortunately, since it's kind of been tabled because the studios are saying that it costs too much money, they might possibly just do a whole nother movie. But uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and uh, Queen Latifah actually have their own TV and film imprints. Um, I know Overbrook is Jada Pinkett and Will Smith's uh, imprint. And then Flavor Unit was Queen Latifah. But I think she has another one that's her very own. Flavor Unit is her and a friend from high school, I think. But they still have the capabilities. capabilities. They just have to get a distributor to distribute it. So that's the sticky part. I think they can distribute it themselves. But I don't understand the whole independent film thing and being that this movie was a commercial film, should it go independent is the question. Cause I don't, I've never seen that before, or maybe I wasn't paying attention. So it'd be interesting to see. Now there is some conflict to what Haddish has said um, recently compared to what I heard from some entertainment bloggers on YouTube. It appeared that the studios were very interested in doing girls trip Two due to how much money the movie got but it was just that we think in the arrogancy of the four, um, they were no longer going to be the leading characters. Um, primarily, it sounded like the sequel was going to be about the very first time that the crew went to New Orleans for Essence Festival. So it was going to be their younger version. So it, meant it was going to be four other women on the movie along with Hall, Haddish, Pinkett Smith, and Queen Latifah, which in my mind, that would be a lot of money, wouldn't it? Being that some of the names that they called out, Yara Sahidi, China Ann McClain, um, Chloe Bailey, and they had not 
found a person who would play Queen Latifah's role. So it looked like it would be a woman who was unknown or known, known, what I like to call known, but unknown. Like you've seen her face before, but you don't quite know her name yet. And so that sounds like it might be a good film, but it just don't look like um, Pinkett Smith, Hall, Haddish, and Queen Latifah wanted to share the spotlight, in my opinion. So at this point, we don't know unless there's a change of heart or unless they get a studio that has more money. Some of y'all are thinking, well, hell, the pandemic probably will wash this thing away. I don't want to say that. It's just that a lot of people are saying that the movie theaters will suddenly disappear and we'll be focusing a lot on VOD like Netflix and Hulu and stuff like that. So only time will tell. Hopefully we do get a sequel to Girls Trip. I thought Girls Trip 1 was cool. It would be interesting to see it from their from the younger how they were when they were younger because the presentation that they gave of them as adults that they had their personalities had changed a great deal as they gotten older and so the girls trips had become more complicated but still very comical clearly so you know I wish them well and hopefully maybe they could come to terms with how it would be presented but remember everything I said about the possibilities of the little ones who I mentioned was very much up in the air and it's an allegation. It could just simply be that with the amount of money that girls trip one made that it might've been that they, that their agents had talked up a little bit harder on the price because Tiffany Haddish said that she had only made $80,000 on the first girls trip. So I'm pretty sure she probably quadrupled that amount due to some of the other films that she had been in recently. So only time will tell, like I said. So um, we'll keep our eyes and ears on that one. I'm surely interested to see if it'd be a girl's trip, too, because I don't think Barris, Oliver or Packer would be a part of it. Because I think that original presentation, I mean, clearly Kenya Barris, Yara and Chloe work for him. So I. So in my mind, that was really them saying we don't really want to work with y'all no more. So but that's just me speculating. You never know. But that's it for this particular podcast. I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, I will be here next Wednesday. God willing. Bye bye now.